Welcome to Oh So Smitten, the podcast for lovers planning their dream wedding. We're your unofficial bride tribe and co-hosts, Hayley and Meg. Here to talk wedding trends, inform you on the latest topics, and well, we're here to help walk you down the aisle to make your love official. Before we get started on today's episode, we just want to share with you where you can connect with us. We have our love book by Oso oh Smitten, which is a private Facebook group for all the lovers. And we have our Instagram, which is at Oso oh Smitten underscore. Welcome back, Hayley. Hi. <laughs> How are you feeling after last week and more importantly, the weekend? Yes, I'm feeling good. It is so good to be back in the wedding vibes. I recently just had my first wedding back for the year, which is so exciting. Obviously, so much goes on behind the scenes, but it was pretty special. Yes, we need to hear a lot more about that because that was only two days ago now, Yes, so I'm still on the wedding high. Um, uh, I spoken to the couple. They had the most amazing day, the most amazing reception. So I always love to hear that. But it was at the incredible Carlisle Hotel. Oh, I cannot wait to see photos of that place. It was pretty special. And to be honest, it was the first time I've done a wedding there. And it was breathtaking. Mm, it, it was honestly so it. stunning. <clears throat> Every Everywhere you look, I was just like, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> Can I move in? <laughs> So yes, it was so beautiful to be able to officiate a ceremony there. Just every single element of it. It was really lovely. They did so many different things. So Mm. for example, they did a first look. So therefore prior to the ceremony, when I went to go see them, they were just together. That's so beautiful. Before the ceremony started. I just loved it. I've never seen a couple so relaxed, so in love, just having a drink together before their ceremony. Oh, I think that's so beautiful because they've obviously really considered that and they've thought about the fact that they wanted to see each other before and just have that moment to have a drink and decompress before Because the the emotions are high. And when I said to them, you guys are the most relaxed couple I've ever seen before their ceremony, they were like, really? And I was like, yes, because you've done the first look and you've thought about it with intention about how you wanted to go into your ceremony. So... Yes, they couldn't stop smiling the whole way. They were adorable. Oh, I can actually still feel your energy from it as well, which is really wonderful. Yes. You're bubbling over. I know. And so hubby and I also took the opportunity because I gave them a rehearsal the day prior and it was down in Brisbane. Hubby and I made a point to go and have a weekend away. Ooh. Yeah, so it was really lovely to just like stop for a moment and it's quite funny that we come off the back end of the love languages because Mm -hmm. quality time, honey. Yep. Quality time. (laughs) Well, we were chatting about that. So I think it's so important that you've then made a point of saying, well, this is an opportunity for us to go down and stay the night because I firstly thought that you'd gone down there for the rehearsal and then come back and then gone back again, which would have been exhausting. No, any opportunity that there is to be able to sneak in a little weekend away, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So how are you? Oh, I'm good. I feel like last week was a big, wonderful week as well for Petite. We had a style shoot out at our third location, which is very exciting. Hayley was the celebrant, obviously. Amazing. (laughs) And it's just incredible out there. It's in Montville. It's up on this beautiful mountain overlooking a lake. Yes. And it just came together. It was so picturesque. Yeah. And it just came together so wonderfully at the last minute. I mean, I'd had a few difficulties 
organizing it in the lead up. And then on the day I woke up to it being completely overcast and drizzly and the view of the lake had completely disappeared behind clouds. And I was switching between, do we cancel? Do we continue? And at, I don't know, three hours beforehand, I just said, no, We're everything's going for fallen it. into place. Yeah, Let's exactly. Go. And I'm so glad that you did and you completely owned it when you were there. And I just saw you so happy the whole time, so calm. And every single vendor that was a part of that day was just such a vibe. Oh my gosh. I am so incredibly grateful for my team because yes. without them, it would not have been possible. Yeah, it all just came together yeah. seamlessly. And I think that was the biggest thing because a few weeks before I decided, you know, I need to concentrate more on managing every property, every wedding venue that I have, and then get a team that I trust yep. to come in and support me. And that's what I had at the shoot. Yes, so yes. proud of you. <laughs> oh, you, my so, love. so special. <laughs> So give the venue a shout out. Where is yes. it? Yes. So it is called the Lake House Folk up in Montville. Uh, hi, Sky and James. Thank you so much <laughs> for trusting me. And it is just a dream up there. It is honestly one of those places you walk into and you just feel the most calm, beautiful energy just wash over you. You could almost consider that place to be heaven. It you literally, <laughs> you walk out to that back area and you just think, Wow. Mm -hmm. And you can even, without anything there, you can imagine how special the ceremony, a yes. reception, all of it would be. Yeah. Um, and because what does it cater for? Well, I think the beauty of this place is, is that there are two accommodations on site. So you've got the one up the top, which is a little bit more tailored to a bridal suite. And then you've got the one just down the hill, which is for your groom to get ready in. So having those two locations there on site is just a dream honestly because you want to have everything in the one space definitely and so for weddings up there they're going to be very micro weddings we're going to have a limit of a 12 that is including the bride and groom and it'll be all inclusive so you literally so have your beautiful mobile vendors come in they set everything up for you and then they're just in the background getting everything sorted while you're getting ready you're having your champagne you're having a beer and then it's sorted for you. Yes. You get to say I do and stay the night. Exactly. And I, I really can't think of anything more divine than just, I wouldn't even say low key. You still have all the mm. elements, but it is such a different feeling. Yeah. I think the whole idea is that what I'm doing with Petite is to slow down the entire experience and to make it intentional. Yes. So every element is thought out, but you're still having, you're getting ready photos. You're still having your beautiful sunset photos. You're still having a meal with your nearest and dearest. Nothing is taken away, but every element is just a little bit more intentional. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> yeah, there are times when it calls for absolutely. <laughs> so let's get into today's episode where we will be talking all things 2023 trends. Yes, I am. I know I say it all the time, but I am very excited for this, mainly because we've now just started getting into the wedding season with Hayley having her first wedding. And then Ron and I are shooting a wedding on the 4th with Hayley shooting. You're at a wedding on the same day, aren't you? I know. Actually, no, the 3rd. Oh, very similar days. Yes. So I think this is the perfect opportunity to chat about trends and what to expect for the year ahead. Yes. As Meg said, so exciting because this is something that we love. We love talking of what is currently in trend at the moment. And I don't understand how we started talking about this, obviously, when we started putting the podcast together. But how are we in March? 
oh, I don't know. <laughs> like this, in theory, should have been done in January. But I think that curating like this list of all of the beautiful things, it takes time. It all takes time. And I think now is probably the poignant moment to be bringing it to you, mainly because we are seeing the weddings start to happen now, yeah. March onwards with a little bit of a drop off in winter, but then it really increases at the end of the year. So I think it's very exciting that we're going to be diving into it. Yes. So exciting. Okay. So let's start with number one, which is micro weddings. Oh. I think we're both on the same train of thought with this one because we love something that is a little bit more curated, a little bit more bespoke and more intimate in the way it is created. So with micro weddings, we think that it rose to popularity during the COVID years Definitely. only because we really couldn't have weddings that were bigger capacity. Yeah, like we were limited to the amount of number that people could have at their wedding. So I feel that people really adopted that and mm -hmm. were able to see the feelings that they still had and the change and the shift in whether you're a guest, mm -hmm. whether you've previously had your wedding and then you were a guest and you thought, wow, this really has a moment in the day regardless of how many people are there. Because yeah. I think with the micro wedding, it's so important to understand the true concept of a micro wedding yeah. and how it differs to say an elopement and how it differs to say a larger wedding. Yeah, exactly. And I think because then it grew in popularity, a lot more people started to think consciously about who they wanted to have at their wedding day and be very mindful of those around them. So I think it's just a really beautiful thing and it's overflowed into this year where we're going to see that popping up a little bit more of having weddings that are very much more under that 50 people mark. Definitely. And I think that... When you choose to have a micro wedding and particularly now moving forward, people do have that choice. So you are able to be really intentional with who you invite mm -hmm. and who you get to spend time with on your day. Yeah. Because look, I had the big wedding. I don't regret it. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't change a thing, but I do find that I didn't get a lot of time to spend with people. Yeah. And I think that the other thing that people became really conscious about is that they wanted to start spending more time with their people at their wedding. I mean, you're running around and if you've got, you know, a hundred to 200 guests, you're running around and thanking everyone and making sure you say hi, but you're not spending quality time with those people. And so yeah. becoming more conscious in your selection of the most important people in your life means that you can have like a little conversation, yeah. a little debrief with everyone. Yeah, and truly take in the moment for what it is. Yeah, so I think this one's really special and that's why it's number one on our list because I just think it really sets your wedding up for just being something that's really carefully thought out and yes, planned. Yes, love that. Now this takes us in to a really seamless segue to our next trend, that being personalized weddings. So I think that return to smaller weddings, we can also look to personalize a lot of aspects and I love a trend for that particularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I recently saw this idea um, on Instagram. Obviously, it was a reel where I get all of my yes. trends from and my inspiration. But it was this magical idea where they had done this seating chart mm -hmm. and they had a little envelope which had a personalized letter in it and also a photo of that particular <sighs> guest. And I just thought that is so beautiful because it then creates this special bond between you and your guest and they get to go and read that. And 
I don't know. It just becomes this core thing where that guest knows why they're there. They already know that you've you're there for a reason, but it's really lovely having those interactive things in your wedding yeah. too. Yeah, and particularly when that letter is coming from the couple, mm-hmm. it means that definitely, and I see it all the time when you have your couple and you have guests coming to the wedding and you can sometimes really see who that couple mm-hmm. or who that guest belongs to what couple. Yep. When they arrive, they're getting a letter from both of the couples. So they feel really inclusive to that wedding. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just a thoughtful layer on top because obviously it is about your love story, a wedding, but it is also about the people that you share it with. So including them within elements at your wedding, I think is just really beautiful. Yeah, that is such a beautiful thought. And mm-hmm. whoever's wedding that was, my God, I, I've definitely seen that as a reel on Instagram and it's done in a couple of different ways, but so beautiful. Oh, I know. I was like, well, I'm taking this as inspiration for yes. mine. I mean, and you can do that in so many different ways, whether it's in letter form or whether it's in a, a variety of different ways. That is so beautiful. Yes. So that brings us on to our next one, which is a little bit fun. I know I am obsessed with this one and I know you are too. You've made me obsessed with this one. Oh, I'm I'm not usually like such a big colourful person, but for some reason this year I'm obsessed with colour first and fruit secondly. Yes. Fruit on a table just gives me all of these Mediterranean feelings of being in Europe. And this is the thing, like this is why they are trends because right now, it is completely on trend. Mm -hmm. Whereas like if you had have thrown this concept by me six months ago, I would have been like, have you lost your mind? You're cutting up fruit on my table. No. Colour? What? (laughs) I'm all for the blush and like toned down colours. Yeah. But I, yeah, look, what you did the other day and the beautiful Monique from Harvest by Monique. What she created was just beyond stunning yeah and I think with the backdrop and all of the things because I remember when you were talking about your styled shoot and it was coming up and so just in conversation we're talking about what kind of style you're going for and when you said color I was like hold the phone yep I literally said to Haley, I was like okay firstly I'm going to be going for color we're thinking blues and I need fruit on the table yeah and so when I gave this brief to Monique she just like turned it into something unreal it was absolutely stunning thank you so much if you're listening but I think this season there's something about it it's so fresh it's so light it's so summery and it's just adds that bit to a tablescape that's like textural and shapes but what I love so much is that we couldn't pull it off for the styled shoot but then I showed you that colorful wedding dress Mm, I know so even in like it's not just in things like tablescape and different elements of your wedding brides are going out and grooms as well I've seen suits that are completely colorful love it and it is wild like the colors are not like a subdued brown or whatever oh they are the brightest of brides yes and owning it too which I love yeah just going all out and actually having it so it's like tulle layers which is epic oh my gosh (laughs) and it's like the bigger the better like and I feel like you can't really do that and not own it no you have to just be like okay I'm coming out in a pink gown it's going to be a pink gown yeah (laughs) definitely Okay, now moving into our next topic, we are going to be talking about midday ceremonies. Yes, I think this trend is incredible for so many different reasons. Firstly, 
you want to make the most out of your day. So why are you getting your makeup done, you know, at eight in the morning and then being ready for a couple of hours instead of going into your ceremony? Have yeah. your ceremony Who happen a little earlier. three o'clock? I don't know. <laughs> because people obviously ask me, and it is this the, the going time. Yep. I don't know if that comes from a photographer's point of view because obviously the sun's going down at a certain time. It's mm. obviously not as hot at that hour. But I think like having your ceremony at midday from a photography standpoint is actually better because I was thinking about this and I was chatting to Rod about it. And if you then have that ceremony at midday, you then let your bride and your groom and their wedding party relax, have a drink. Then you take them away for when the light is better. Firstly, they've had a drink, so they're more playful. They're chilled out. They've been able to have that time with their friends and family of being like, I'm married, congratulations. And they're actually in more of a photography mindset. Yeah. Like they want to have fun. And I guess, you know, with everything, you are going to have to let like some things go. That Mm -hmm. if you need to be ready by 11 o'clock, then, well, maybe we can't get all of these things done at, you know, and getting up at God knows what hour to have like, you know, 10 bridal parties, hair and makeup done. Like that's obviously not going to work. I remember when I was planning my wedding and thinking, three o'clock okay so we've got the ceremony and then we move into canapes mm-hmm. and then we got to go get photos and then we come back and then it's a reception and then we go speeches and like you know and then yep. before you know it people are like hi we just want to let you know we're going home and I'm like mm-hmm. home yeah like what do you mean it's on a very like tight time frame when you have your ceremony later yeah because you're not having those intentional moments with your guests as much because you're literally like checking things off the list of, okay, sunset photos. Okay, first dance. Okay, all of the first things that you have at weddings. And hand in hand with this is let's talk weekend celebrations. So we were very fortunate that the place in which we got married, shout out to Wollong House down in Newcastle, we hired the property Mm -hmm. essentially so we got there on say Friday afternoon and we were there until Sunday so for us it was a bit of a weekend celebration because the night prior we got to have dinner with all of our Mm -hmm. friends because we're all staying on the property we had the ceremony itself on the Saturday so we're there all day and then we woke up and we had the Sunday there too so people who were traveling we had a lot of people traveling from overseas and also interstate they were able to take this opportunity to have a weekend away. Yeah. And it was also at the beginning of January. So at the end of that Christmas period where you don't know what day of the week it is and then you're moving into this time of the year where everyone starts, everyone just extended their holiday Mm -hmm. and they're like, we're just having more time and we're going to go on a holiday and it's going to be amazing. And, oh, the celebration that can be had over a weekend – Love it. It surpasses everything because you get to slow down and nothing then feels like you're rushing your day. And I think the beauty of having that too is that you've had your wedding day and the next day you can have those beautiful moments of debriefing Mm. because it's often that you're going on your honeymoon or you're going back to your respective parts of the country or back overseas. So then to have those conversations with people and be like, did you have a fun night? What do you think of this? I just think everyone wants that yeah like you would want to have that moment where you're like oh my gosh how do you feel yeah (laughs) oh definitely because otherwise it's like you don't really get the chance 
to talk to the couple of the hour because there's so much happening around Mm -hmm. them and you don't want to bother them, but you also want to celebrate their love. So it just gives you ample opportunity to do all of those things. Yes. I think that's so lovely. So that brings us to our next one, which is embroidered veils. I am slightly obsessed with this one because I just think it's such a beautiful way of incorporating something like color if you're not such a big color person like I am. So having a veil that's got beautiful florals on it, that's got that little hint of color in them, or even something that might be more personalized. So your initials of you and your partner or even your last names. Yes, I love the fact that you could go the most simple dress Mm -hmm. and have an embroidered veil with detail. Love it. Elegant, timeless. Yes. And I think you can go more out there. I've seen veils that aren't just your typical short veils they are literally flowing out behind you as the biggest feature full on chapel length yes we're talking like princess diana oh absolutely (laughs) i saw the embroidered veils first on courtney kardashian when she got married she had a beautiful veil that was embroidered but just some of the wording that is being used on the embroidered veils is so beautiful. Yes, and I think that speaks back to our personalised weddings, having that personalised touch oh on my God, every you little could thing. Have a snippet of your vows. Oh, and you would want to be then having that as something that you say forever. You frame it up on the wall and you have it as a keepsake. Oh, it's so, so stunning. So I feel like that can be done in so many different ways and you could change it up with the length of the veil. Mm -hmm. So you could do a short veil. You could do one of the birdcage veils which come across your face, which, oh, they are love beautiful. That. Yeah, they um, give real like Grace Kelly kind of feelings, oh, those ones. All of it. Beautiful. I love the embroidered veils. Yeah, I think we're seeing a lot of trends this year that speak to what you wear at a wedding, which I'm a little obsessed with. I come from a background where I studied fashion in uni. So it's one of those things that I've picked up on and I'm just like, oh gosh, all of the things coming out are amazing. So one of the other trends that we've seen that's popped up is bows on dresses. Oh, love this too. And it's not just on dresses. I've seen it on the front of dresses. I've seen it as a back detail on dresses and I've seen gorgeous little bows on shoes too. And also for hair pieces. Yes. Even having like a bow and then having the veil come out of the bow. Yes. Or even having a detailed bow Mm -hmm. that has embroidery in it so combining those two elements together yeah you can go wild with all of the things that are coming out and really curate it to your own personal taste all of these things that we're talking about today I definitely would do if I was planning a wedding today oh yeah the embroidered veil is definitely a very high priority on the list. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely have something. I don't know if I would, I'm not really a floral type of girl, but I'm more of the, the sentimental. Yeah, like that really profound wording, like mm-hmm. using wording beautifully on the veil or yep. dates. Something that just relates to you and your relationship. So even something that, you know, Brad has said to you or one of your favorite quotes or something like that, that's only meaningful to you too. Or like the coordinates of like where you first met or your first date, like so romantic. Oh, I love this. My friend actually got this as a wedding present. She got the coordinates of where they first met and where he proposed, which is up on the wall and that's in frame. So I think those things, which are so important and such a beautiful personal thing for you, 
just incorporating that is just the loveliest thing for your day. Definitely. Moving into another trend that I have seen and absolutely adore, pearls. Pearls. Everywhere. Yeah. It started in 2022. We're not going to lie. But this year, it's wild. It's been elevated. So definitely pearls were around. I saw pearls on veils and things like that. Mm -hmm. Literally, if you want to incorporate pearls, you can do it in so many different ways. Yep. I've seen it done on stationery. I've seen it done on shoes. I've seen it done on gloves. Mm -hmm. I've seen it done in the hair. Yes. It's honestly, you can put pearls wherever. You can incorporate it from when you have your hen's day with your glasses being with pearls to on your wedding day. Yes. And the thing is, is like I've seen the most beautiful big headbands with just covered in pearls. Yes. Like such a simple statement piece, but so beautiful. Yeah. And it adds that air of luxury to your wedding as well. Yeah. When you've got something so timeless. So timeless. And the... The most incredible thing is like, even though you see it done in different ways, every way is so different. Yeah. Every way you can do it is so unique. And I think it's about designing your wedding the way you would like it to feel and then styling it to that concept. So if you're obsessed with pearls, like we are, like go nuts, put it on a few things, put it on just maybe your stationery. You can really, the sky's the limit with pearls. Oh, so, so beautiful. Yes. Well, I think like it's very clear to you all that we're kind of obsessed with anything to do with clothing for these trends coming into 2023. So my next one for trends is customized dress codes. And I think this is probably one of your favorites, isn't it? Oh, favorite. I saw this concept a year ago and I remember initially thinking, this is a lot because it puts a lot of pressure on your guests who are coming to your wedding because giving them a specific color tone to wear, mm-hmm. but I've changed my mind. Yeah. And with good merit. Because I just think that when I saw the photos from it, I was I was just... You're blown away because everyone is in sync and it just looks so elegant. I take this concept incredibly seriously as a celebrant and I always make sure that I align my color choices with the vibe of the day. I think it is so important and sometimes can make or break some photos of people's weddings. Definitely seeing it from the other side and obviously capturing weddings with Rod. I think it is so important that the celebrant does dress in a certain way because it just shows that they are caring about that couple and aligning what that couple wants for their day. Their vision because they've obviously put together their bridal party they've mm-hmm. put together their flowers they've made sure it's tied in with the groom's suit yes. all of the things so if you come and you're also aligned with everyone even though at most points within the ceremony I'm trying not to be in the photos mm-hmm. it is for when I am it just looks seamless yes love that so I just remember seeing the images of a wedding that asked their guests to have a was it all black No, it was... Because all black is such a big trend coming into 2023 too. So we're actually seeing that that is a request that couples are doing. Yeah, well, it was actually for guests to dress in like a really down... Was it like a muted tone potentially? Yeah, which I think is really nice because we see a lot of weddings that have that really earthy kind of country feel. You might have those beautiful big wine barrels out the back. And because they have that country feel... If you've then got the guests in those beautiful muted tones, which are your nice gum greens or your browns or whatever it might be, 
then it all looks like it's synced together. Yes. Whereas if you've got somebody in that space that's in a bright pink or orange, doesn't always look yeah. so great. And the thing is, is if that's your color tones for your wedding, then that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, go bright and tell everyone that you're going bright so that they dress bright and imagine the feeling that that creates for when your wedding guests are arriving. But yeah, no, this was definitely like your blushes and your beiges and all those types of colors. Oh, I love that. So everyone just looked so coordinated. And I love the way that they interpret it too. Mm-hmm. So the way that one person interprets a theme of a wedding is so awesome to see because you're like, I love that. I love that you went yeah. those colors and they can all be so different, but so similar. Yeah. And I think it's actually kind of exciting for the guest at a wedding too, because then you can think intentionally about what you're going to wear. And that means that when you rock up and you see your friends or anybody else that you might know at that wedding, you're like, oh, cool. So that's what you did for the color theme. And usually it's a trend that is a color trend at the time. Mm -hmm. So it's, you're seeing it in the shop. So it makes sense. It's fairly easy to find. Yeah. Yeah. It's never complicated. I think if anything, it adds a layer of real excitement to it. And I guess traditionally there has always been a dress code towards a wedding particularly it's quite timeless Mm -hmm. they might have on the invitation that is cocktail or it's black tie or those types of phrases yeah but I feel like is that being missed on invitations these days because I don't remember putting a dress code on my invitation but I do I feel like everyone just dresses up beautifully for weddings yeah and I think now it's just taking it to another level of being a little bit more specific which is lovely yeah because at the end of the day you're investing in a photographer or a videographer and they're capturing your day so for everyone to just be so coordinated for your imagery oh, Love it. I know. Which brings us into our next one, which is signature cocktails. This trend is a bit fun. So fun. Yep. And I think it's also one of those things that becomes quite a personalized thing. So obviously a lot going into this year is very personalized. We've got your colors, you've got the little things that you might do for guests at weddings, but now you can take it a step further And you can create a cocktail that's for you. Absolutely. And it might be something that represents a drink that you and your partner enjoy to drink together. Mm -hmm. It might represent a fun one that you've created together. Yeah. I just love the idea. And you know what I love even more is when people are offering them before the ceremony starts. Yes. I think that's so important. And I feel like this is probably something that if you were to have your wedding over again, you and Brad would do a signature cocktail. Absolutely. Because I know it's something that you guys do together. We love making cocktails. That is just something that we enjoy doing. We love experimenting with different types of spirits and seeing what goes with what and like learning what we also enjoy. Ah, uh, but Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it, that you can just take it to that other level of this is a personalized curated wedding that now we're going to be like, okay, this is the cocktail that we love. Here it is before the ceremony starts so that everyone can get a bit happy. They're already getting a taste of what's to come for the rest of the day. And I think it just sets people off on such a cool little step. Yeah, exactly. And enjoying that like prior to the ceremony commencing just makes everyone so happy because I think what happens is you finish the ceremony 
and everyone's like in this like beautiful love bubble and the first thing they're thinking is where can I get a drink? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you've already taken that out of the equation and everyone's already relaxed, no one's having to rush yeah. off and go get a drink anywhere, but you could be offering it before the ceremony. And then also once the ceremony's wrapped up, it's having your you know signature cocktail available yep. and you can do it in such fun ways. Yeah, and it's just another way of showing your guests that you've thought about them throughout your day yeah. and that you want this to be a special experience for them as well. Yeah, and like, oh, you can do a signature cocktail in so many, like at your hen's party, yes. at your wedding, at the day after, like yep. recovery session. Oh, I would just include this particular trend anywhere I could. <laughs> this is not just for weddings any longer. <laughs> this is for everyday life. This is yeah. like your Sunday cocktail, Yeah, your once Saturday we wrap cocktail. this up, I'm going to be like, okay, right, we need a signature cocktail. What is ours? <laughs> At the moment, it's absolutely a chili mug. Love it. Oh, of course it is. I would always say that ours is probably an espresso martini. Ooh, yeah. nice. Love a little pep in our step yeah. like that. Although Rod has been enjoying the Negronis of late. Ooh. Mm. Oi, I also love a gin. I am learning to love gin again. At some point there, I was getting a little angry on the old gin, so I'm not going (laughs) to lie. But at some point that has changed to me being like, this is kind of fun. There is a gin distillery just out the road from us. And we went the other day and I was like, gin is cool. It will literally take on every flavor of whatever you put in it. Gin is incredible. And I've only really come around to it in the last, say, six months. Mm. So I am just loving it. (laughs) She's on a gin trail. (laughs) Now, lovers, that is all we have time for today. As always, we are here for you as you plan your dream day. Be sure to check out our official Smitten Love Book, a place to support one another through the important milestones in your life. Within our community, choose kindness. And as always, we acknowledge the land on which we are recording this podcast. We look forward to our chat next week, lovers. Bye.